Can Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Happy birthday to me. Obviously, actually, it's um, it's not my birthday yet, but oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I always got this error. I mean, it's not my birthday yet, but tomorrow is my birthday, and so I wanted to start out with that song. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, even with a bad horse voice right now, because I'm a little, eh-eh. but um, check it out. It's Monday night, man. It's Crown Dion. I'm on Tan Talk Radio 106.1 FM at 1340 AM. And as you can see in the background, I got my Golden State Warriors uh, hologram, right? That's what it's called, hologram. Yeah, I got my Golden State Warriors hologram in the background. It's not really a Golden State Warriors hologram. But it is the Golden Gate Bridge. And so if you're a Boston fan and you want to call up and, and interrupt and disrupt the whole shoulder for, for the night, I want all the smoke. If you want to talk about Boston, I want all the smoke. <laughs> so anyway, you can join us, man. You can call us up and um, we're going to talk about it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I, I think that's what? Hmm, man. I actually think that's my brother, Victor Thompson. Ah. I think that's Victor Thompson, but he calling on the wrong, um, calling me on the wrong phone. Anyway, that phone number should be. Anyway, that phone number should be 727-441-3000. Um, and you can always join us online uh, at the WTA and Tan Talk Radio Network. Join us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you can always look up the podcast unapologetically revolutionary man it is going crazy i had to start out with my birthday song and so now it's like man okay so when you look around the nation i'm trying to smile because tomorrow is my birthday but you know reality is still reality and um you know people have to work people have to live people have to make a way of a living you know, I, I even even when I was just on here a little early, I saw my brother Jeremy Scott Darren. My brother got a moving a moving company, uh, Athletic Movers. If you need if you need to be moved, I mean, if you need a good moving team to move you, Florida is number one 
uh, for one of the places being relocated to. And that might have a lot to do with the way Ron DeSantis is running the country. I mean, running this uh, state. Um, but uh, yeah, if you need to move, you might want to call my brother's athletic movers because we get sit done. I said we. Ooh. And so, yeah, but so we got shootings all over the place, man. You know, Uvalde was uh, with the kids. 19 children got shot and 22 uh, teachers. Uh, so 21 people died at the school at one time. Um, you know, that's that that was crazy. That was mind blowing. But and then you kind of look back and you realize like 13 or 14 more shootings has happened since then, since last week. Maybe 12 over the weekend. Look how many people just died in Chicago or Philadelphia, man. You're talking about just people just snapping, like losing it. And you know, a lot of times they don't know where to put the blame at. You know, a lot of times they just, you know, we talk about inflation and we talk about the economy. But some of these very things. Ah, man. 15 dead, 50 plus injured in the last four days from mass shootings. Let's see if y'all wonder where I just got that from. I didn't just pull it out of my hat. I do got a hat on, but my good assistant, my good friend, she just come up with all kinds of details and she be reading it, researching as I speak on it. But I already knew it. But man, to see the numbers, to see the numbers, where it went, oh, it went away. 50, uh, was it 50 dead? Uh, let me see. 15 dead and 50 plus injured in the last four days. You know, we only hear about mass shootings that they want us to hear about sometimes. And, um, you know, sometimes we need to hear, you know, it's like at this point, and I'm not I'm not knocking black people. I'm not one of them people that try to get on and just beat, you know, try to bootlick and say this and that bad by blacks and this and that. I'm not one of them. But <laughs> it's always funny. You know, somebody going to say a but it's like, oh, right. but. Let's just keep it honest. Joe Biden. I'm being direct as possible. Joe Biden should not have gotten. And, and I have to put a, my brother Ed back in the studio, back at the WTA and Tan Talk radio station. Glad to see you back. I don't know how long you're going to be back, but I'm glad you're back. Um, And I know he don't like to hear color. But I got to mention color, Ed. Because Joe Biden specifically came out and said and you can see it in the senate house you can see it on youtube you can see it on recordings charlemagne talked about it but before joe biden got elected i'm gonna stop talking about everybody else i talked about it you know joe biden should not have received one black vote and it's specific reasons why i say that and so Anybody who comes out and they're bold enough to stand on the Senate floor in the Congress, you know, that means in front of everybody. When you stand in the Congress, you are basically saying, I say this in front of the world. Black men are super predators and I am going to write in a law. And when they say black men, they are including dangerous men, dangerous people as well. All right. So when they say that people of color are super predators and I want to lock them up, I want to put a special law in there 
to give them a harsh sentence in case they do the same thing that some of their counterparts do. I say that specifically because this man said that and black people still, it's no, it, it wasn't no turning back from that. So now look what we got. You say what they got to do it today. Well, that's our president today. And look what we have. We don't just have blacks locked up in that law anymore because Trump overturned that law. It took 25 years. It went past Obama, by the way, for Obama lovers. Obama did not change that law. Trump did. But now look what we have because that same guy is the president. We got Joe Biden in charge. We got mass inflation. As a matter of fact, gas was $2.30-something cent on January 20th on Inauguration Day. And now gas is two times, over two times that amount for the average. Inflation is 10 times the amount when Trump left the house. So when you talk about mass shootings and we see some of this crazy shit. Oh, give me. When we see some of this crazy mess that we see. You got it. Oh, I seen the hand. You switch. You're quick. But when we see some of these crazy things that we are seeing, don't think that it is all just so centrally based on um, people are going crazy. People are on drugs. People are mad at each other. Black people are, are just violent and this and that. It's also based on people being able to get the very little essential things that they can't get. And when people get frustrated and don't have no way to turn, violence is an answer. What you got to say about that, Ed? I see you. You bring up the word crazy. Crazy. Yes, indeed. Crazy doesn't have a color. No, I don't. Crazy doesn't have a color. Crazy just is crazy. And when people... If you kill someone else, I don't care. You crazy. Right. Because you you haven't killed anybody today. I haven't killed anybody today. I don't plan on killing anybody tomorrow. You don't plan on killing anybody tomorrow. But there's people out there that are planning it right now. Right. Okay. We and whether they get their hand on an, uh, uh, a rapid fire uh, AR-15 or a handgun with multiple rounds, or a really, really big chef's knife. Because, you know, you, you talked about all the shootings. There was mm -hmm. some stabbings this weekend, too, that yep. we didn't hear about. Three people were stabbed and killed in one incident. But we well, start we taking, definitely... just start taking away some some knives. But and the, those are the things that we won't hear about. But what's happening today, to and you, what's happening today, and, and the New York mayor is, oh, Nobody under 21 is going to be able to uh, buy an AR-15 and go out and kill somebody. Well, guess what? G crazy doesn't have an age to it either. You're telling me so nobody right. under 21 is crazy. Well, whatever. But well, these hold people... On. Not, but hold on, hold on. These people, they're not... They're not listen, they're not trying to fix the problem. They have to fix the problem. Okay? What right. they're trying to fix... Ed, hold on one second, sir. Good. One second, because they're not trying to fix the problem. We know that, but that's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about what they make the problem look like right. versus what it is. I understand, but none of that has a color. But, but that's what, that's what I was leading into. I know they're, they're trying. They're not trying to fix the problem. They're trying to fix the best way to get more votes. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. And you're 100 percent right on that. But what they make things look like has a lot to do with how they're going to get those votes. You know, and they're able to cover up and um, make us 
think we're not seeing what we see or make us feel we're not. And that's that's why I started out talking about how Joe Biden was able to be elected. Perception, media, the things that we sit down and listen to, the same people that we continue to let feed us, because I'm positive. We I remember some of Joe Biden's uh, uh, rallies and, and you know, conferences. I, don't, I wouldn't even call them rallies. And this is some place where he couldn't get 30 and 40 people at. He had more security than he had uh, people. And so I know this man didn't necessarily have that many people to think he would do as good or or get as many votes as they say he got. There was a, but, Joe, there was a Joe Biden rally this weekend in, in Clearwater on the corner of Court Street and Fort Harrison. <laughs> one guy, one guy with a Joe Biden flag. One guy. Yeah, and 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 those are the things I'm talking about. Uh, what uh, I'm mainly speaking, and uh, when I think of June, um, it's ten eighteen, almost man. It, it feels like we've been into it for an hour already because that's how good the convo can get. Um, it's ten nineteen. Uh, we're on WTAN Tan Talk Radio. You're listening to Crown Dion unapologetically revolutionary and we got our man air back on we got days as usual putting in the comments and um man you know what we're gonna keep it moving fast you know the month of june when i when we talk about you know when i when i when i speak of how the media can control things that make us feel and and uh, see things in a different light perception um I think of June and I say this is Father's Day month. It's the month of Father's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Mother's Day was in May. How insulting. Now, now before I say this, I'm going to say I really appreciate and see that that's why I, I, I got to bring I, I think I think color. It may not have a lot to do with it to some people, but for me, when I'm preaching to or I'm speaking or preaching to my people, I have to bring it out as a solid example because what you don't, what, what, what some households may not understand is that in certain households, in different cultures of different households, every culture sits within their own households and say, it's not like that for them. Mm-hmm. Who them is at the time, I don't know. But, I, but I'm not going to act like blacks don't sit down and say, it ain't like that for such and such. And I know Spanish people might feel the same way at some time. And when Caucasians are in their own home, they probably say it this way. Thank God it's not like that for us. Okay, so what I'm saying, a lot of times when I speak out, I have to highlight those things. I mean, like, when I think of the this month, last month, we just celebrated our mothers. White mothers, black mothers, it, it doesn't come with a color, like you said. But, ain't no but to that. This month, we're celebrating our fathers. Now, what else are we celebrating in this month? As a matter of fact, what month is this? Deja, put it in there. This is Pride Month. What a contradiction and an insult is that? <laughs> it's, this is Gay Pride Month. So, so, so it's like we're going to take Mother's Day Mother's Day was in May. We'll let it slide. And Mother's Day is always bigger than Father's Day for some reason. I don't know why, but that is a fact. Economically, 
And it, it just is. We love our mothers. And I don't have a problem with that. I love my mama. And so, uh, and so they knew not to touch Mother's Month. They knew. I mean, I could just imagine what they would have did if this was in May. So they said, no, nah, we'll put it in June where fathers don't stand a chance. They barely get recognized. And fuss if they woman don't make a fuss. How do you put Gay Pride Month for the whole month of June where Father's Day is? That's a contradiction in itself. And I think parents and, you know, mothers, it, like I said, not, when it comes to this, this ain't a color. Mothers and fathers all over the world, all over this nation need to stand up and start bringing these things to the attention of their congressmen and their uh, local elected officials. I say that to say, I say that because I noticed in, in a town somewhere where this guy learned about uh, a drag queen show being put on at a local park and um, in front of kids, where the kids were at a local park, just open. There wasn't a private thing, wasn't nothing that he was sanctioning to get privacy. It was just an open thing where anybody was welcome. And, you know, most of the time when you talk about a park, you're talking about kids. And uh, this guy found out, he was like, hey, my kids go to this park. Um, you know, um, oh, yeah, I thank you. I'm um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I knew it was another. Uh, I'm going to get to that. Um, but that guy said, my kids go to this park. And I can't have this. He wrote Congress. He wrote City Hall. It got to such and such. And such and such got to such and such. And that show got shut down. And so I just need people to know that you can be effective where you are you know we don't have to act like we can't be effective because we're not don lamont i'm no don lemon either but i can guarantee you if you're sitting down no matter what color you are if you like don lemon and cnn if you sit down complaining about today's economy today's uh nation inflation all of that stuff that round with asian <laughs> then Look to yourself. You know, Joe Biden, the guy you elected, is directly the problem. And and when we let him ease in there under under us. So, but I I'm, I love what you said, Deja, because the other insult in that June is Juneteenth. Juneteenth, the month that blacks was just made. This was just given to uh, uh national holiday, the holiday of Juneteenth. Uh, where blacks were free, free to slaves, and 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 uh, some didn't know it for seven to nine years. Some didn't even know they was free, and so Galveston and Juneteenth—that's what that's all about. And it's like so many years we've been celebrating it, but it wasn't until recently that it's become a national, federal holiday and celebration. And lo and behold, not only do Juneteenth, not only is June nineteenth a celebration of our African history. Our black American history, but it's also a celebration of Father's Day, which would mean gender. I hate to say that, but I didn't make up Father's Day, so it would mean gender, which also is a month shared with Pride Month, not day. So, fathers, you get a day, black people, you get a day. We'll call it Juneteenth, Pride you get the full month kind of like we gave black people for february but june has more days 
Ah, oh, that wasn't funny, Crown. That wasn't funny. All right. <laughs> Man. What'd you say about that, Ed? How you, how, well, how you been, sir? You can't. Crown, you can't fight it anymore because... I know. Those, I know. Those, you remember the... Let's go back 10, 15, 20 years ago when the gay community said, listen, we don't want any special privileges. We just want to get along. That's all. Right. That's, we just want to get along. Now, since they've gotten what they've gotten, it's no longer get along. It's go along. You either go along with what we want or you're a bigot. Right. That's right. That, that's what it was. Uh, you know, you talked about the, the, the guy with the, with the kid at the, at the park and, and the drag queens and stuff. As long as they kept their clothes on, I don't know if I don't know if I would have had a problem because if my kid would have come out and said, "What the hell was that I just saw?" That's the time that you explain to your kid, "Well, this is how this works." Not in school, right? Not, not some school. teacher right. say explaining that. That's right. the time that you sit down with your kid and say, "Okay, this is what today is. It was different right. from my day, but this is the way it is today. We accept it. We go along with it." Blah, 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 and that's it. I wouldn't have had a problem with that. I I really wouldn't have. As long as it was tastefully done, they kept their clothes on and and didn't get grinding and all that stuff, you know, (laughs) then I I would have had a problem with it that way. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty liberal on that, so I'm okay with that. You know what? Um, Deja agrees. Uh, She's saying I agree, and um, she also put some more worthy notes to be read on on, on, – online i i actually myself it's one of those things to where for me i i don't know i i, I don't know if i would have wanted to be blindsided by it but uh i agree with you as far you know people live and you you know you want to let people be people um but i would think i'm just being honest when it comes to that i i, I order pizza i talked about this a couple weeks ago but uh, I actually, excuse me, it was Mother's Day, actually. On Mother's Day, I went to my son's, uh, my son and his wife's house. Uh, and I wanted to treat her to, you know, a Mother's Day lunch or dinner or whatever. We ordered Domino's. That's what she wanted. And so uh, my granddaughter answered the door when the, because they knew and they wanted her to be able to have fun and be a part of it. So they walked her to the door when we heard the doorbell. And this guy answered, I'm going to make this quick, but this guy answered and he was dressed in, in, in drag, but it was still obvious that he was a guy mm-hmm. obvious to the point to where my granddaughter came right out and said, you know, I, uh, are you, a, I forgot what she, are you a man? And, um, and he started trying to explain and I <laughs> immediately, I immediately went in. And, and so, so that actually goes to your point. Like you said, no. This isn't something that we should want to hear about our, our, our some strange stu- uh, teacher explaining uh, to our children, things like that. But at the same time, I was disappointed in Domino's Pizza, uh, allowing these people, allowing anybody to come out uh, as an Uber driver. When I did drive for Uber, I had a dress code. Mm-hmm. It should be. So um, I was just really shocked and disappointed. Uh, that they said that they let him come out in in other uniform in drag uniform, 
the other thing about the Tampa Bay race, I think they're pushing it too far. And Deja's examples and Deja's points is 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 feeding to that example. Yeah. Uh people are getting fed up. The Rage players, five of the Rage players, you know, yesterday you could see it all over TV with all of the sports. They had this gay pride thing where mm-hmm. you wear these special uniforms. I was five of the Rage players refused. Uh about 40 churches throughout the nation are taking their name out of uh the churches that are co-signing this stuff. And like you said, hey, it's nothing. If this is the new way for some people, they should also accept the people that's not uh, down with it as well. And the Panthers, Carolina Panthers, hired their first transgender cheerleader. Now on that, now on that note, I, I gotta, I gotta sit back, think about how many cheerleaders I have fell in love with without ever seeing in my life, and. Um, I have to say, did I just read that right? Panthers hired their first transgender cheerleader. Now we actually have to be conscious of watching cheerleaders. Come on, man. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, you mean to tell me somebody could be doing a cheer? <laughs> Never mind. I won't do it. I won't say it. I won't go there. We're at the bottom of the hours. Crown Dion. Um, Tan Talk Radio, Revolutionary Road is good to have Ed some good commentary back in the studio. And um, man, um, I, since things are the way they are, I wanted to take a five minute pause with another song and just committing, telling all our people that we as one can do this.
about that video what you wonder about that video what the heck is dan Aykroyd doing in the back there singing <laughs> every time you know this what? is not ghostbusters <laughs> i go last time i watched it being that it was a long time since i had seen it uh when i pulled it up to send it in i was like i said the same thing a few shows i mean the few the first time when i started sending it in i was like that's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I can't listen to the song without watching the video. It makes gives me chills right. all the time. To listen. But I, I always wonder what Dan Aykroyd would. Who? How did he get that invite? Yeah, uh, maybe a friend of Mike's. I don't maybe know. A friend of Mike's, you know. Uh, you remember Mike did that? Uh, when you when you think about um, hmm. who's your who's your best singer uh, in that? Man, I got a couple. I can't I can't pick one because it just. Oh, okay. They just say he's also a musician. Dan Aykroyd is also a musician. Well, he was in that Blues Brothers thing, if you want to call right, that a musician. Right. Well, well, you never know what he does on the side, though, because yeah. some of the some of the more famous people they do some. They everybody wants to be a musician. So man. give me That's give me your two your top two singers in there. Um, I'm gonna go with okay, Susan's on the interway room. I'm gonna say for my top two. 
and it's not i hate to squeeze it down to two but if i have to squeeze it down to two i'm gonna regret it after i say my two come on but <laughs> i'm gonna say Hmm. Come on, you're talking like a politician yeah, here. Come on, come on, come on. I know I'm talking like a politician. Wow. Come on. I love Ray Charles. Okay. And um I like, I like, I like, I like Mike. I like Mike. I I, <laughs> I like Mike because I like the chorus. You, Mike have, is, you have to. Michael Jackson is probably the, the, the most comfortable singer in that whole thing. But my yeah. second guy is Steve Perry. And I'm not a big Journeys fan. But man, the way he just sticks in there and and just, just always brings chill. I love that song. But I don't. I I can't. I can't listen. To, I can listen to it. But I'd rather watch the video and listen to the song at once. We need. What you know what? You? We need one of those today. Well, I, exactly. We need exactly. one of those today. Trust me, my brother. I'm working and, and on one. Leave all I'm the working. leave all the politicians out. Leave all the media out. And America needs to get together and make one of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of politician, she's not a politician, but she is running for Congress. Uh-oh. That's correct. <laughs> we are joined by uh, Congresswoman. I, I always say that. Um, but we are joined we are joined by Susan Hathaway Altman. She's running for Congress and um she's been um I think like three weeks, maybe four weeks, she's come and added some commentary. Added some much-needed information, some facts that we need to hear. And um, I'm glad she's on tonight. I'm glad you're joining in. Uh, how you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. How are you? How's the campaign going? Oh, it, it's it's just an amazing experience. Um, it's exhausting. I, I went to three meetings and rushed home to be um, here to join you. And... Uh, it, but it's exhilarating. I get to talk to all kinds of different people tonight. Um, we met veterans at the VFW. I was on a bridge honking and waving with American flags um, for um, you know this 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 freedom um, celebration that they do once every month, same day every month, and uh, in my hometown, Geneva, Illinois. And um, you know, then I um, went and visited. Uh, some folks in a place called Elburn, uh, Illinois, who were just super great people. And it's, 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 it's so fun to talk to um, Americans and just get their perspective on, on things. I learn something new every day. Let me ask you this. Yeah. All right. On the news, uh, a lot today, I saw on the news this morning um, where a kid... <laughs> Uh, I was going to say the color of the kid, but it does not matter. <laughs> so where no. a kid, where a kid, uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, where a kid um, ran down a lady holding her baby. I, oh, I, you, you know what? Oh. Uh, I, I, hold on, wait. I think it's important because I think it's it's important to, to in some ways it don't matter, but we have to always remember they are pandering to certain people. They don't have to pander to Caucasians and white people who they feel they have already. So in some instances, we say it don't matter. It do matter. Because had this been a white kid who ran over a white woman, and I don't even know what color he is yet. 
So I want to say that I don't know what color he is. Okay. Okay. I'm actually, I'm actually assuming based on the way they have pandered to him. Mm. Now, he was um and 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 like I like you said, Ed, it don't really matter. But if they're doing it out of buying votes, like you said earlier, if they're doing it to uh secure votes, then that's that's different. But this kid ran over a lady, um, and her baby. That, wow. lady, that lady knew she was gonna be ran over. Oh. Um, because she saw that car coming and you can see what she she was in a tight spot and, and the more she saw it getting closer she lifted she tried to lift her baby stroller up and that lady took a hit so nasty and brutal um oh. god god is so like the human body is so amazing to she bounce right up like a cat that don't mean she stayed up later that don't mean she didn't have to go to the hospital but that lady bounced up like a cat and went straight to her baby that kid first of all he was out on probation from oh. repeat from offender Oregon, from yeah repeat offender from actually spiking a girl's drink oh. and so um and and then the other thing is he did that if it wasn't he tried to run at the at the hitter and if it wasn't for another civilian that used his car or her car i don't know i don't know what that person was either but they used their car t-balled him so he couldn't get away because he was trying to get away so they hit him and stopped it uh that person was that person just got sentenced to five months in a detention center uh and this was a stolen car so a person used a crime a person doing a crime committed a crime and then also committed another crime to get away and would have committed more crimes to get away and i'm saying these things that are leading to so much I spoke to somebody earlier and they say if you had a choice to talk about inflation or the many shootings or the many different things that we see around the nation and my question is like at what point is not inflation or some of the problems that we are seeing through the nation other than the violence. At what point, Susan, I'm, 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 I'm coming right at you first. Yeah. At what point does inflation, supply chain, and the economy cause people to go out and we can see more things like this? You can't buy a car because they're not being made. What do you do? You go steal one. You can't get baby formula. You know why? Because it's not much being, you know, it's, it's a real crisis. So guess what? The local person or the local lady, even if it's a guy, no matter white or black, that just found some. Yeah. They're at risk. Right. Walking down the street, they can get hit in their head about that bag of groceries. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so many different things. The that border. Can cause Oh, yeah, a very. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I've got it. Well, first of all, I, I commend you, uh, Dion, for always bringing up um, huge issues that are relevant because there's so many going on right now. And I, I just feel for so many people like that story when you told it to me, just I, 
I, I have tears in my eyes. I can't believe that something like that would happen because I'm a mother and I remember those days of having a beautiful baby in a baby stroller, right? And and that, but you look at it from the other point of view, which I think you're trying to do. And I do think that there there is something going on that, you know, my friend said to me before any anything happened with the shootings, he said to me, you know, people are just raging nowadays. They're just raging. You know, they're just mad at everybody. Because I had an incident where a guy ran me off the road and I said to him, you know, because I'm, I mean, he almost hit me and I kind of skidded and I was blocking him because I had to skid. And I said to him, why did you do that? And he said, because um, you, you, you turned and it was my turn to turn first. And I, I said, well, first of all, I had the right of way, but you would actually hit me because I turned first if that was a you know, that was an accident on my part. And he's like, but you, you shouldn't have turned first. I'm thinking, but you're going to hit me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but, it, but people are, and that's a small, small example. Um, but people are, it seems like there's so much uh, hostility now. It does more than ever. And I, I also talked to people that said, well, it goes in waves and this and that, but I honestly think that, that we're in, one of the worst waves in this country that I've ever seen of that. And uh, what I want to get to the root cause, and I'm sure everybody out there wants to as well, because we need to get to the root cause. Um, I think that, you know, there, there's a lot of, a lot of discussion about putting certain things in place and limiting firearms and this and that and the other thing, but we have to get to the root cause. Why is this happening? Is it a mental illness crisis? Is it, to the pandemic and everybody being locked away is it a, a result of what is it you know what how can we help right what where do we need to put the resources and where do we need if in my opinion and i know when i say this a lot of people do not like me saying this but it starts at the family right it starts at the family. No matter what your family looks like my, i'm a single mom you know i've raised three kids um, the, the, the third one is 13 years old and I've been alone for 13 years. So work that math out in your, in your head. I've been along, you know, alone the whole time and other people are, you know, their grandparents are raising their kids and they still have great homes and families. I'm talking about families, not the, oh, the nuclear family. Oh, you have to have a man and a wife and three and a half kids and two dogs. I'm talking about all family structures look differently right now. You can come from all walks of life, any kind of belief system, but the family is the family, right? You have to have that good, strong, moral family. But they're changing. I it. believe that's what's suffering right now. Susan, yeah. remember remember the good old days when all this was Trump's fault? <laughs> yes, I do remember those days. Yeah. Uh, well, you, well, you, well. You, you, let me tell you about what's wrong with you. Want, a little bit about our justice system. It is absolutely wrong. When a victim is still in the hospital and the criminal is already out of jail. Exactly. That's what's wrong with our system. And yeah. when Crown, we talked about this and you kept deflecting me off of this, but you let's let's the, the thing that's at the forefront right now is the school shootings and, and, and our kids and everybody's so so worried about our kids these some of these politicians that are out there i'm not speaking of you of course but you have to fix the problem the problem is 
is that anybody, I don't care what their age is, if they want to get a gun, they're going to get a gun, whether it's legally or illegally. What we need to do is fix the problem. We need to secure the schools. There are plenty of retired police officers, retired military, that could be hired at a lower wage to save a little money, and the government needs to pay for it. If you can pay for $40 billion for Ukraine, and I'm sorry what's going over there, but sorry, home comes first. We need Correct. to fix the problem at home first. If you can spend $40 billion, $40 billion on the study of salmon swimming upstream, and right. they swim upstream because of the fish, but... If we can waste all that kind of, it's called pork. If we can waste all that money, and you're so worried about our kids, find the money and fix the problem. Because if you have an armed guard at every school entrance, that little jerk that walked up to the school would have been mowed down before he got five feet in front of the school. Yeah, that's how you fix a problem. And and Susan, let me tell you, and 9-11, we fixed the problem. We secured our airports. Yes. We need to do the same thing with our kids. Yeah, let me let me let me respond to that right quick. Um, because I'ma say it as as I, I, I like something that I don't hear circulated a lot. And I don't hear it circulated a lot because first of all, the NRA is very strong. Um, but there is a, a video. I'm gonna actually post this video because it's very it's funny how uh I don't know, Trump was just Trump, I understand why they didn't I ain't going to say I understand why, but I guess people don't like a strong uh, speaker and, um, you know, somebody who don't mind actually, you know, not being liked. But um, Trump had a conversation with the NRA in the Oval Office. And he said to them. So you're telling me that a kid. 18 has to can go out and buy an assault rifle but that same 18 year old kid can't go out and do now see i i don't want to name all of the things that you have to be 21 year olds to do but you mean to tell me and i agree with trump totally and one thing about it is the other thing is they try to act like trump didn't say it because they want to make Trump so much a part of the problem. And that's what I meant about control of media and and how and message perception, who we are receiving our messages from, how we are receiving them, and what are we being told, what definition or perception are we accepting of that message? Trump went directly at the NRA and said that's almost impossible to make it possible for a kid to buy the assault rifle that some of these officers fear. You're talking about putting an armed guard outside of a outside of a school shooting. Well, I don't like to look at a lot of CNN, but if you do, you understand that CNN is actually pushing the fear nar- narrative. And so, how do they push the fear narrative by talking to those parents? that were outside of Uvalde parents that have a different take on what should have happened. Yeah. All right. So, so let's not, let's talk about armed guards outside. 
that's not gonna cut it always. We you gotta get down to the realness. Armed guards outside, armed police, armed a whole bunch of armed things. There were there were civilians, there were women like Susan and Deja and Ashivia, my mother, and a whole bunch of other mothers on Facebook right now, and women in general, you and me too, Ed, that were willing to run in the inside mm-hmm. some of these occasions. I won't even list, I won't even say the type of the, what we're talking about. But there are people that's always willing to go inside. Right. And and the people outside that were sworn to protect was too afraid of the assault rifle. Okay. And I'm not saying, wait, hold on, Ed, hold on All one right. minute. Hold on, wait, Ed, hold on. We got about five minutes. I know. And I gotta, I gotta close off my point. I'm not saying that I would. I've never been a cop, so I don't know what I don't know what standing there looking like, uh, looking at that type of fire uh, power looks like. I don't know what it feels like. But if I'm standing out there with my children, I mean, if my children are in that school, guess what? I don't even need a firearm. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going in too. So, so us, I don't know what's going on with these cops in Parkland, where this happened at, and I mean not Parkland, but down there in, in Florida somewhere where that happened. I think that was Parkland, and I don't know what happened outside yeah. of Texas. Okay. But the, the stories are not good. Clearly, so I'm just saying, clearly, I'm just saying, clearly, there was a problem the way it was handled. Let's yeah, investigate. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's let's investigate it. Let's investigate it. Let's investigate it and learn from Ed, it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's not do that, please. The, we got five minutes, and I'm just saying I got to finish the point. Go ahead. All right, please. Now, as you were saying earlier. I mean, uh, as we all agree, um, firearms and all of these things, they have to, the, the problem have to be gotten under control. But you can't tell me, you can look at some kids walking around and say, you can't go buy alcohol. You can't smoke a cigarette. You can't have sex. You can't look at this movie. You can't look at that movie, but you can go out and buy an assault weapon. But don't go buy a handgun until you're 21. Those things can be fixed. But I agree with you 100%. A person who is evil, a person who wants to commit that kind of atrocity, a gun or the lack of a gun is not going to stop that individual. Agreed. Um, Another thing is a point I think you made. um, See, we live in Illinois, so we've got, we don't have that kind of issue. Okay, we don't have that kind of issue here because... We've got a double, like our laws are the, the probably the strictest in the country or one of the strictest in the country on gun laws, but look at Chicago and what happens every weekend there. It's yeah. sad. Um, so your point, is well, hear, your point I, is well taken. I hear that some of the places where the toughest gun laws are, they have the most violence. Go ahead. Exactly. I, I cut in because when you said that, it made me think of that. Yeah. And then also up here, they passed no cash bail. Pritzker did, our governor. You know yeah. what that means? Yeah, that means that means basically that he's he the police force is got uh, is going to be gone and any any little burg that we have like where I where we live in the 11th district because they don't not going to be able to fund these police departments anymore. But and take us out, hey! But that also means it just got more unsafe for your family and the residents. Correct. Of Illinois. And right. closes out. Good stuff, Susan. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs>
message by Christina Wright. This one's for my pops, who gets mad props, who was never afraid to stand up to the cops. He preached peace and love to all of the above, and no one can ever take that lesson from us. Speak it. Thank you, Lord God. 